Today on the Callahan Podcast, big day, big, big day. The uh, Democrat convention starts somewhere. It's uh, supposed to be in Milwaukee, but it'll be mostly virtual. And uh, they're going to give the new face of the Democrat Party, AOC, she's going to get one minute to speak. One minute, and then they're going to yank her off stage and let uh, John Kasich take over. And tomorrow, tomorrow, they're going to, it's going to be a big, uh, theme. No, they're against sexual assault. They are in favor of empowering women. And Bill Clinton is going to be the featured speaker tomorrow. Also today, NFL camps kick off. The Patriots start. And uh, Donald Trump says he ain't watching. He says if they kneel, he's not watching. I don't think uh, I don't think most people agree with him on this. They can't wait for football. And uh, they're uh, they would love to see college football, too. We'll let you know how that's going. Half the country, half the conferences are playing and half aren't. And it's and it's getting a little interesting in the Big Ten. We'll get into all that. And we'll tell you what another member of the squad, my congresswoman, Ringo Ayanna Presley, said what she wants. You're not going to believe it. It's outrageous. It's idiotic. But what do you expect from the squad? Turtle Boy's here to talk about all that and more. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we are brought to you, as always, by DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union. Whether you're buying your first home, your dream home, or looking to finance the home you love, DCU may have the mortgage program to fit your needs, and more importantly, your budget. Their mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help remove the hurdles that can make it a difficult and confusing process. They'll bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today at dcu.org slash mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 466914, insured by NCUA, membership required. Okay, Colin, uh, let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. We are live. It is uh, August 17th, big day. Monday, August 17th, big, big day for us. I'm excited. Football, NFL teams are uh, starting camp today. Uh, I'm not sure how that's going to work. It's going to be weird. Not as weird as baseball, basketball, and hockey, but it's going to be weird. Coaches with masks on and all kinds of, you know, the new rules, new rules. Are they still allowed to huddle up, by the way? Doesn't that seem awfully dangerous, huddling up? It's true. Uh, that's not so by the way, your old, your old stomping grounds, how do, you, how do you not start off Patriots Monday with, without, without Cam Newton? Like, how is Cam Newton not on today? <laughs> it's a good question. Like, I, I, if, I were, if you guys would have demanded that, I assume. We would have right? demanded it, yes. Yeah. We would have demanded it at times, like when uh, Brady got hurt and they tried to not let us talk to Jimmy G. They, they gave us, uh, you know, the offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels. We were demanding Jimmy G. I think we had Jimmy G once or twice uh, while Brady was out. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. They they they, they don't they don't have Cam Newton. It's probably their only hope of salvaging the summer. But uh, that's just too bad. I feel bad. I feel awful for them. But um, uh, maybe it'll, maybe August will be worth worse than July because July was worse than June, and June was pretty freaking bad. I don't know. I think I, uh, I don't mean to shit on him, but I think Brian Hoyer can bring the ratings. Maybe he'll oh, say yeah. he can bring it. I would rather have Turtle Boy. Turtle Boy uh, breaks stories, and I need him to break one for me before we get to uh, football and before we get to the Democratic National Convention, which I don't think you can call it that. If nobody's there, if everybody's home, it's really not a convention. You're not convening. Um, but Turtle Boy, I got a quick question for you. Can you find out how Robert Trump died for me? Can you find out cause of death? Because I know I they want it to be COVID, right? They want it to be COVID. <laughs> 
I I can't find it. I know that, and I'm sure the you know the the sleuths at the New York Times, you know the you know the ones with the like nose rings in their hair, their pink and green hair, who yeah. are spending the weekend, you know, at Black Lives Matter rallies, you know, looting businesses in in New York City, destroying the city. Uh, I don't know if you saw that video. Someone put together about a minute, minute and a half video of New York City. You don't, you, you don't even realize, appreciate the damage that was done. The city is is boarded up. The whole city is boarded up. People are not just moving out; they're closing their stores and closing their restaurants and 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 never coming back. It's it, it, Black Lives Matter and Antifa destroyed our biggest city, and and property values have plummeted. Millionaires and billionaires have left. It is a disaster. Bill de Blasio destroyed the city by allowing this nonsense well, to happen. Well, he's, isn't he not uh, uh, a big black yeah, lives? He painted Black Lives Matter in the street, you know, and and wouldn't allow the tribute to nine eleven to the to the fallen heroes of nine eleven. He canceled that. It's back on because well, there's like what a couple hundred cops died on nine eleven. So well, it wasn't. I don't even remember. Yeah, it's some some people did something. According yeah, to uh, that's true. Some, Elon, people Elon Omar. some people did something, but de Blasio canceled the lighting. It's just two lights essentially. And they read the names. It's, it's not like a huge crowd of people gathering in the streets to protest and against violence against black trans women, which de Blasio blessed. I know. De Blasio himself went out and painted the street with Al Sharpton and, and was shoulder to shoulder with Sharpton. And then he says, we can't have this tribute to the heroes of 9-11. Now, Cuomo stepped in and said, no, we're going to have it anyway. And God bless Janice Dean, the, the weather woman on uh, Fox, who has become the spokesman for the uh, all the seniors, the 6,000-plus seniors that Cuomo murdered. She's her, She lost her in-laws, so she calls him out at every turn. And she said, what a phony. He had nothing to do with this. It was just the, the cops and the firemen and the, and the people who demanded they put those lights on and read the names and they're going to do it, but against de Blasio's wishes because he doesn't give a damn about firefighters or cops or the victims of nine 11. He cares about black lives. He I cares. mean, thinking how, I mean, the, the, those lights are a, like a symbol of bravery. Like they ran into buildings that were on fire and could collapse at any moment. The The amount of balls and bravery that takes is just so out of this world. It's hard to comprehend. And now we can't do it because the cops and firefighters are afraid of commie cold. Like that's so insulting to them. And that's a good point. And they're, you know, they, they didn't skip work. They didn't take five months off paid like so many bureaucrats and teachers did. Uh, it's a, now more than ever, you need this, this tribute and, Again, it's not dangerous. I mean, it's not as nearly as dangerous as protest. They just light these things up and they read the names and you can social distance and limit the crowd and all that. It's a visual more than anything. Uh, but um, you are right. They are hoping every, you know, all Black Lives Matter, de Blasio and, and, and the media and the Washington Post, New York Times, they're all one big cabal at this point, are praying. Well, they don't pray. They're hoping, hoping that, Robert Trump died of coronavirus, but we don't know. It's there's a lot of stories, and God knows over the weekend, uh, it kind of snuck up. He, you heard one day that Trump was visiting his brother in New York because he was in bad shape, and the next day he was gone. And there were, you know, the usual the the the, the vile people on the left started tweeting uh, hashtag wrong Trump, 
and you know gloating and enjoying the fact that the president was uh, in mourning, but I can't find out how he died. I can't. It's nowhere. I mean, I know they're trying. They're praying that it's COVID, but does that mean it is? Because it doesn't Trump- matter what he died from. It's COVID anyway, Jerry. In case that's you don't true. Know. That's true. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> it was in New York hospital, which means you know Cuomo probably had him rooming with a COVID patient. Uh, so will we find out? Is anyone? I mean, they must be doing everything they can to find out. The New York Times and the Washington Post, right? Yeah, I mean, I would. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're really, really. I'm sure if it was like you know, he died of cancer or something like that, or a heart disease, they'd really be interested in that and not basically they probably know. And they're just looking a, like, did he ever have it? Did he test for the antibodies? Is there anything we could put on him that he had it at one time? Yeah. Did he have a mask on when he died? You know, there, there was a, a story, sure, but there was a story that Trump went to that hospital to visit him and wore a mask. It's like, and, and I guess, you know, snuck in the back way. They couldn't get a picture. But of course he wore a mask. He was in a hospital. It's the mask. The mask thing is so stupid at this point. I took a picture. I should tweet it out the other day of two kayakers in the ocean with masks on. And I just laughed out loud. I took out my phone, took a picture and just said, what, what do you think is happening? Do you think the little particles of the virus are floating through the ocean air, the wind, the sun, and, and going to end up going up your nose and you're wearing a mask while you're kayaking in the ocean? It could happen. They, were that, was that a married couple in, in your estimation? There were, there were a couple. Yeah, it was a man and a woman. Yeah. yeah. So, well, so I don't know. So then you can confirm that they wear a mask having sex, but that's cool. We should have one confirmed <laughs> case. <laughs> and tonight, I, I want to get to. Uh, can we just talk for real quick about that? I, I think sex is the most underrated part about COVID going down. Like, at no point were we ever told, like, Stop having sex with strangers. Stop going on Tinder. Stop doing that, which no, seems fun. odd because you're literally like sucking face. There's a lot of that involved in it as well as other things, obviously. Uh, it was never really brought up. And when college comes back, like my brother was out at uh, in South Bend the other day. Notre Dame kids are back on campus. He's like, there was a huge party there. 200 kids. They don't, you can't tell college kids not to get together and party. And you're especially not going to tell them not to have sex. Well, Fauci came out and said you can uh, encourage people to still go on Tinder or Grinder and uh, have a good time. He did that in like April. <laughs> How so did that? We, we did talk about we talked about that a little bit on this show because New York uh, sent out their guidelines, and one of which is uh, let's see, uh, you are your safest sex partner. Masturbation will not spread COVID nineteen. I'm glad that's confirmed. That's so, right. That, that's what that was. That was true before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you, so you don't have to wear a mask while masturbating. That is good to know. Imagine that. I guarantee you, out there, there's somebody who wears a mask while punching the clown. Trust me, somebody's <laughs> doing that. <laughs> well, if you're going to wear a mask kayaking or bike riding, uh, you know, by yourself, I, I just laugh at people when I see them on bike riding with, the, or I've seen them on the beach too, walking the beach. And it's windy and sunny, and it's the beach, and they're wearing masks. I'm going, you really think that's necessary? But what? And I saw my first golfer with a mask on the other day, someone playing golf, wearing a mask. And I'm thinking, you got to be kidding. But that, God bless them. Good, go nuts. We're going to see a lot of that, hear a lot of that beginning tonight um, with the Democratic National Convention. I want to, I want to get into that. But uh, first, the start of football, because you, you brought up college. And this still amazes me. We talked about it last week, and it's still a huge issue because uh, some college, some conferences are going full steam ahead and others are canceling football. And it seems like 
I know there's no, you know, commissioner per se. There's an NCAA, but there's no commissioner, commissioner guy making the call. There's a commissioner and, for each conference, and the commissioner right. for the Big Ten. His son plays in the SEC. Right, he's, he plays at Mississippi State, correct? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And he said he has no problem with his son playing, but <laughs> that they cancel uh, the Big Ten, and because they cancel the Big Ten and not the Big Twelve or any other conference, you have things like Iowa can't play, Iowa State can play. Uh, Indiana can't play. Notre Dame can play. Purdue can't play. UMass can't play. Boston College can. UMass UMass can't play. UConn can't or decided not to play. And BC can play because the ACC is playing. And it boils down to this. And I know I've talked about it a lot. This is, you know, Clay Travis has been talking and and, uh, tweeting about this. This, think of the... The illogic, I won't say insanity because, you know, there's better examples of insanity. And we're going to get to Ayanna Presley. We will get to my congresswoman, <clears throat> Ringo. But kids are going back to school. They're back there already. You pointed out, no, Notre Dame's there. My son's going back in a couple of days. They're, you know, kids are going back to school. That means they're going to class. They get to go to the gym. You know, they're athletes. They're going to go to the gym. They're going to play pickup basketball. They're going to go to parties. You know, they're going to sit in the halls of their dorms or in the little common area of their dorms and talk about whatever, politics, sports, and and, uh, religion, and whatever else, whatever else they talk about. So they're going to gather together everywhere. They're just not allowed to gather together on the football field. What are you laughing about? I'm just picturing what you think co- what happens in college. You think this is like a <laughs> the Joy Luck Club, a bunch of kids sitting in the dormitories talking politics? Or talking music, whatever you want. They're going to be sitting. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Hey, what are they Sorry, talking I about? I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to Go ahead. What are they talking about? They're talking about, you know, did you hear? Talking about where are we getting Keystone Light today? WAP. They're going to talk about WAP. They're going to talk about WAP. They might talk about WAP or yeah. Snapface or whatever. I don't think they're talking. Not many. Like this idea that college campuses are all politicized. It, th- that's what we see, obviously, in the news. The most people going to college are just there to drink beer and party at the end of the day, Jerry. I disagree. They're there to, for one thing above all others, as always, to stop Trump, to stop the evil orange man. That is one thing 98% of college kids have in common. They hate Trump. Though You know, they're stupid. And Kamala Harris was right about one thing. She said people between 18 and 24 are stupid. And they are easily led and they're easily indoctrinated. And they have not just professors who are trying to indoctrinate them. They have fellow students. So do you think you could wear a hat like you have on right now on campus, like at UMass right now? Could you no, wear I'm that not hat? Saying, there's like most people, I bet you the majority of 18 year olds on campus are not going to vote. And because they don't care because they they have better, like when you're 18, you have better things on your mind than politics. Like you're free for the first time. You can party. There's chicks everywhere. Nobody, all of my friends that went to UMass, none of them in college gave a shit about politics. Probably none of them voted. Now they're all politically aligned because they have jobs and there's actually things on the, the line that matter. It's college is just a fantasy world where you just go there. Well, to no party. question, but I, I losers that protest and stuff like that. But that's not the majority of people. college. Yes, but there will be, there'll be rallies. I guarantee the day, well, UMass is not gathering, but the day they gather it, I don't know, whatever college, there'll be, you know, Black Lives Matter rallies. And, and you know, uh, I'm not saying guys won't go to those rallies just to, you know, try to pick up chicks or just to, you know, have a good, you know. You wouldn't go to one of those. Have you seen the people, the chicks that go to these rallies? I, I went to UMass. That's what they had every day. There was some rally for something. 
some, you know, most of it when I was there was about hating Reagan, kind of like now is about hating Trump. We used to talk politics all the time while, you know, getting drunk, smoking weed, whatever you'd sit there and I would, it'd be one on 20. I'd be defending and supporting Reagan. And then I'll be um, <laughs> celebrating. When he got shot. They, they cheered when he got shot out at UMass. That's how crazy the place was. Uh, and if they, if, if this were Donald Trump and not Robert Trump who died, they would be celebrating in on college campuses. They would be celebrating on joy Reed uh, tonight. Well, until they figured out that Mike Pence was the president. <laughs> right. No, they don't care. I swear to God, the, the, um, you know, the vice president could be freaking Jerry Falwell right now. They don't care. They hate Trump so much. It's all that matters. I mean, the latest is this insane conspiracy theory about the post office and how, and, and, and people otherwise kind of normal, reasonable people like Rex Chapman on Twitter, a guy who's everybody's favorite follow because he has all these dog videos and silly videos about, you know, people uh, with their family, you know, coming home from the war or something, or coming home from an Iraq or whatever, uh, hugging their family, that kind of thing. He's gone full moon bat now, and he's tweeting out pictures of mailboxes that are, like, locked or mailboxes that were removed, saying Trump is ordering mailboxes locked. It's nuts, but you know Taylor Swift has bought in, and well, all you know, you know, it's funny the Taylor, the, the Taylor Swift tweet about it that got so much attention. So somebody sent it to me. It's uh, the what truth? It. It's, it's not her. What was that? Read it. It's not her. Someone else is writing her tweets. And oh, it's whoever's still- writing, whatever. So right. my, my local school district, the, the athletic department, they liked that tweet. So it's like schools are, really? you know, the, the, they're not hiding their politics when around. Like my local freaking school department that's not going back to school is liking Taylor Swift conspiracy theories about the freaking uh, uh, mailbox, whatever conspiracy <laughs> that Trump's involved in. If it was anybody on the right doing this, they'd be banned from Twitter. I'm going to get it. It's, it's something, you know, there is something going on here. It's Taylor Swift being used uh, by somebody. And she's an, obviously, I mean, she's a good songwriter and a performer and all that, I guess, but she's lost her mind. It's about, um, it's about, uh, you know, this Trump. And by the way, the, the mailboxes that you keep seeing that have been moved are like in New York or California. I mean, how is Trump going to steal the election by removing mailboxes in California where he has no chance to win anyway? Like, what happens if a mail truck flips over? I mean, there's so many things that could go wrong with right. this. <laughs> Even Fauci saying show up and vote. Anybody can vote. This, they, I feel like, obviously, all you need to know is the Democrats want mail-in voting. So that tells me everything I need to know. She writes, Taylor Swift writes, Donald Trump's ineffective leadership gravely worsened the crisis that we are in, and he is now taking advantage of it to subvert and destroy our right to vote and vote safely. Request a ballot early. Vote early. This is Taylor yeah. Swift. I mean... Sing, she, sing, sing me a song. She also campaigned against Marsha Blackburn. Like these people right. aren't nearly as influential as they think they are. That's true. She did. She lost that one, and she's gonna miserably. Hopefully, hopefully, she's gonna lose this one. But they, they, they protested outside the Postmaster General's house on Saturday. They marched in the street for the right to not show up and vote. Like these are people so energized, they'll go to someone's house on a Saturday morning. You know, with the bullhorn and have a protest. Then they will march in the street demanding mail-in voting. Why you? Why can't you 
do the same thing on November 3rd that you're doing now. Like get your ass out of bed and go vote. That's that should be the only answer to these fools. Everybody knows mailing voting is designed to steal the election to, to uh, facilitate fraud. Everybody knows it. They know it. They know it's not about being safe, you know, and avoiding the virus. They know you could get an absentee ballot if you wanted to, but that takes a little effort. This is about getting thousands of dead people or otherwise uh, lazy people to just sign their ballot and hand it to some Democrat operative to deliver bundles of them to the polling place. But anyway, you got me uh, sidetracked there. Um, college, uh, the college kids can do everything but play football. It makes no sense at all. It makes no sense. And and they're going to play, you know, like I said, pick up basketball. They're going to practice. The Big Ten schools are offering intramurals, Jerry. Right. right. They're literally, they're not canceling intramural season, which like, like two hand touch football. Like, are you right. kidding me? Two hand uh, touch with, you know, no trainers and no protocols and no guidelines, but, just kids going you know, out there and playing ball. Some influential people are fighting back though. Like the, the McCaffrey parents, like the, the McCaffrey brothers, the quarterback for, for Michigan, you know, they're writing letters like us, the Iowa moms put out a letter, the Penn state moms put out a letter. They're all going to start doing it. I mean, this is just so egregious. This guy, Kevin Warren is looking for a bigger thing. He wants a bigger job out of this. So he does not want blood on his hands. This entire whole COVID thing is nothing more than one cover your ass after another. Well, it's cover your ass and stop Trump. That's two things. Right. That's why it's like, you know, who showed leadership in this whole thing. People like Ron DeSantis and Brian Kemp, who just said, I'm, I don't care if this, this is a risk I'm taking, but I'm opening up period. And and they knew the media would lie about them and say, Oh, what was Georgia? According to the New York Times, an experiment in human sacrifice. That's what they said when Brian Kemp allowed people to get haircuts. They said it was an experiment in human sacrifice. They were wrong. He was right. DeSantis was right. Cuomo was wrong. But with if you're Cuomo, you just you know the media's totally in the bag, in your back pocket. They will lie even about you killing people. I mean, he has killed thousands of seniors by his directive on March 25th. But he knows the media has his back. Doesn't matter. But here's what I mean, obviously the media is hoping now that the whole football thing, college football thing, and pro blows up, and there's a spread, and there's someone that dies, and a coach gets it and dies, and that's what they're hoping. If you're, you know, if you're Chris Cuomo or Don Lemon or Brian Steltler or whoever, you know, the the crazy pink-haired lady at the New York Times. You're hoping for, as always, you're rooting for the virus. You are rooting for the virus and against the evil orange man in the White House. But today, the NFL starts, and, you know, college football, they're they're playing, they're practicing. And if it works out, like, say the NHL has worked out so far, the NHL, they tested 18,000 people and had zero. Tuka. Tuka left. (laughs) <laughs> that's true. But I mean, he I totally abandoned us in the middle of a playoff run. He didn't. Why? He didn't test. He didn't test positive. He just left because he's got a kid at home. And that's that's Which why. Is so he dumb. The, the media loves that. Say, oh, he cares about his family. Well, everybody cares they about their family. family. That's the purpose of the bubble. Is like you all signed up to like leave your family for a little bit. You're making a lot of money. If he has a newborn at home in a normal uh, professional setting, he'd see his family and his kid. He had to basically. Overseas, whose wife like gives birth while they're gone. What happens? 
Was wait. this a surprise that Tuca not know that there would be more than like two games? Was he surprised? Oh man, we're still playing. I can't. No, I, I, I can't. I, I, I gotta go. No, I think a he newborn knew was, at home. I love that reasoning. Like I got a newborn at home. Okay, kids, I have Felger, kids at home. Felger, no. Uh, what was that whole Felger thing with like no paternity leave or whatever? What was his whole? No, Felger was right about that, and that's why Felger can be good at that. So I, I, I'm looking forward to Edgy Felger today. Hopefully, he actually calls Tuka out for this oh, because please. enough of this, like. Kid oh, loves so edgy Tuka calling out Tuka for leaving. I mean, you just did it. It's also fucking stupid. I mean, I'm into it now because Tuka left, but it's he was right. Like it's it's not a playoff atmosphere. There's nothing real about what's going on. You should put an asterisk next to whoever wins the Stanley Cup, even though they're all on equal footing. It just feels fucking phony. He said it what four days ago, and now he's just probably over it. And he's like, screw it. I'm leaving my family for this. Fuck this. Screw this. Yeah, but that's his job. That's his job. What do you he mean for this? Job. Yeah, what's he leaving for? A playoff run? A, a run at the Stanley Cup? That's playoff a run where he's not, he's not making any money. There's no atmosphere. It's not really the playoffs. He's just probably saying, fuck it. I should be. It is. Really he could got built up anxiety. There's a Stanley Cup at the end of it, isn't there? There's a you Stanley have, You have a chance. With asterisks. The thing is that he did it in the middle of the series. If he did it before the series and said, I have a newborn, I don't want to, I mean, that's one thing, but to, you know, lose a game and just say, I'm out of here is that is, um, have you ever made it? Have you ever made a decision that you weren't comfortable with? And then you got into it and you're like, fuck, I'm in a predicament that it's, it's, it's not good. He's building up anxiety. And then finally he just couldn't building pick. up anxiety. He's yeah. a professional goaltender. Their life is dealing with anxiety. Yeah, like, you think every single playoff game is. When they're shooting pucks at you, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Halak, Halak didn't look like he had anxiety. Number one, I was, what happens if the Bruins win the Stanley Cup this year? Uh, he, I don't think he's back, regardless. But well, why not? I just, I just think the 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 city. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess he's under contract for one year, so maybe he's back. But if we if we want a Stanley Cup with another goalie, how do you not keep that other? Yeah, goalie? that's you'd have a Tom Brady situation. Correct. So. I mean, that's literally what Bledsoe. Bledsoe made it all the way, couldn't win the whole thing, and then the next kick. Is Halak old, though? I don't even know much about him. Uh, No, he's been in the league, I want to say, six, seven years. Oh, he's Brian Hoyt. look that up. Yeah. I should look yeah, that up. yeah. And, and, you know, Tuchel will just become this this tedious talk show topic until next year, and they're not going to win the, the Stanley Cup. But if they did, he would be gone. You're right. He'd be gone, and, and you know, who – Obviously, Halak would have to play pretty damn well if they're going to win the Stanley Cup. Correct? He, he's he's got one game in the books. One yeah, good one. but the Bru- I mean, the, the Bruins. It's all going to be about uh, Pasternak coming back and stuff. I, we don't need to get into the. I mean, at least with Andrew Luck, when Andrew Luck did it right after, right, right before a preseason game, whatever. At least he had like quarterbacks get like their brains turn to mush. A lot of their kids have problems. You know, like there's a lot of long term consequences of playing in the NFL. Tuka's hiding from Kami Cold. What? Now he isn't. He's, let's, he, let's let it play out. Let's see if there's more to that. Let's if yeah. there's more to the story. Let's let it play. Let's, out. let's yeah. Just hope it's uh you know COVID related because you know that's we need to sow the seeds of fear and chaos. And that's when, what you're, do, when you're done with this turtle boy, take a little break, and then at ten o'clock, go listen to Dale and Keith because Dale is the guy who's on this story. So that's that's your that you can get your. I t- saw, t- I, I saw you tweeting about this, Dave. Dave did. What did what did Dale do? He was texting with Tuca. Yeah, because Dale did the pregame show before, right? So he texted Tuca. I think he's writing a book Jimmy Stewart tweeted over the weekend, and he has direct access to Tuca. And Tuca said it was a family emergency. It's under control, but he just didn't feel right being there. And then uh, Dale yesterday said that a former Bruin who's best friends with Tuca uh, messaged him and said, I would have left too if I were Tuca. So maybe so we there's more to the story there. 
Now, well, you're right. If we find out his newborn is, you know, in the in intensive care or something, yeah. yes, okay. we'll find out more, and you'll feel like you know an idiot for criticizing yeah. Turtle Boy. You know? Yeah. But and by the way, Halak is 35. Halak's 35 years old. Wow, he's at risk. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Jesus. Um, I mean, yeah, he's um, literally Hoyer. He's like a guy who's been around a long time. He's a backup for a reason, I'm assuming. If he, but if he goes on a, a run, I mean, when did? How old was Tim Thomas when he got good? Um, I don't know. We'll look it up. Late, late 30s, um, I think. Yeah. Hold on. Back, like, back to football. Well, it's summertime. It's crazy hot outside, and we all know that we should drink more water, especially in the summer. But by the time you're feeling thirsty, it's too late. You're already dehydrated, and you can't focus. You feel tired. Well, drinking enough water is critical for a healthy lifestyle. It increases your brain power and boosts your productivity. It prevents headaches and increases your focus. It improves your skin and your mood. It helps your digestion, and it gives you energy. It can even help you lose weight. But how much water should you drink every day? Ten cups? A gallon? The good news is it doesn't have to be so complicated. That's why I start my day with Hydrant. Hydrant helps you hydrate faster. Simple. Each rapid hydration mix has four essential electrolytes for, that your body needs. Sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc. And it packs a punch to help your body hydrate fast and stay hydrated. It's made with real fruit juice powder, and it comes in a variety of flavors, including new summer-friendly iced tea, lemonade and fruit punch like my favorite i got them all i got them all my favorite's blood orange i like the blood orange sounds uh, weird but it's good stuff if hydrant starts at just a buck a packet for a 30-day supply save even more with a monthly subscription we've got a special deal for our listeners to save 25 percent off your first order go to drinkhydrant.com slash callahan to enter our promo code callahan at checkout that's drink hydrant.com slash Callahan and enter promo code Callahan for 25% off your first order. Drink hydrant.com slash Callahan and enter promo code Callahan to save 25%. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Get back to football because football is all that matters. Hockey's in the Bruins. Both have a playoff game today, Jerry. Hockey, basketball, Baseball, well, <laughs> baseball, uh, we don't have baseball in uh, New England this year, which is fine with me, but hockey and basketball are doing their best with the cardboard cutouts and the pictures of people and no fans and no no uh, buzz and no energy. But that all changes today because football begins, NFL football begins, and uh, college football is, you point out, the players are, are rising up. Justin Fields started a um, a petition that has like 50,000 signatures to get, you know, to play. It feels like they may change their mind in the big 10. It really does, but they hopefully, hopefully they do. They have plenty of time. I mean, they're not, they don't have any preseason. They never have preseason and it's just football. You know, they're still they could, practicing. I'm sure. Right. They're practicing. They could play tomorrow. It's, mm-hmm. it's all about, you know, beating the other guys. It's not, you don't have to be perfect. Everyone's playing with the same, you know, restrictions. But anyway, uh, Trump, Donald, Donald Trump, not Robert Trump, Robert Trump passed away and it was uh, a sad day for the Trump family, sad weekend. It was a wonderful day for the crazies on Twitter and, and from the left who were celebrating a death in Trump's family and tweeting out wrong Trump and saying, uh, you know, the Grim Reaper made a mistake. He took the wrong Trump, all kinds of classy stuff on Twitter. But Donald went on with uh, Eric Bowling, former uh, Fox News guy now with Sinclair, 
And he was kind of surprised me. He said that he went after Roger Goodell for two things, for two things, for doing an interview in June, I believe, while wearing a T-shirt. He said he should have had a suit and tie on, which I couldn't. I had to go back and look at the video. I forgot. Goodell had like this tight T-shirt. You can like see his his nipples. And uh, he was talking about how they've come a long way and now they understand. And they, and he was apologizing for the indifference toward Colin Kaepernick three years ago and saying they're going to allow people to kneel. That's the day I said that Goodell would kneel. Everyone's going to kneel. I believe on day one, Drew Brees is going to kneel. Brady's going to kneel. Everybody's going to kneel. Goodell's going to kneel while holding you know a couple of black retired guys, I don't know, like Jerry Rice and Lawrence Taylor or something will be with them and they'll all kneel. But he went on, and I forgot that. I don't know if you remember that interview in in June or even May. It was a long time ago. And Trump went back to that and ripped Goodell for wearing a T-shirt and for allowing players to kneel and said that's going to kill football. He no, really – that's like probably his number one issue. More than the wall, more than anything, is like NFL players – kneeling during that he doesn't care about anything as much as he cares about that i think it's a mistake and he was right the first time three years ago the ratings went down there was some backlash they they did it a couple times and then they kind of abandoned it other than you know eric reed it could have worked other- in june because back like it was a different culture in june like this was when it was like lit- like we've never seen a culture like we had in june when everybody was on black lives matter I feel like it's worn off. A lot of the suburban housewives in Wilmington and Burlington and stuff like that, they're looking at the Black Lives Matter sign in the yard and they're thinking to themselves, how long do I have to keep this up for? Like, how, <laughs> it's worn off. It's Plus, worn off. they see the violence. The people are reading up and seeing, you know, the Black Lives Matter is a Marxist uh, organization that wants to defund the police and open the borders. Well, I mean, they're, they're back to COVID. They're back to, that's their new issues. They're back to COVID. They're over Black Lives Matter, I think, a little bit. Yeah, and and even the crazy, you know, uh, suburban left wing moms know that their kids have to go back to school. That's a winning issue for Trump. I'm not sure this is. He says he's not going to watch if they kneel. Well, I think they're going to kneel, and I think people are going to watch. <clears throat> I think he's wrong about that. I think people understand that, you know, Kaepernick has won the battle, and uh, there's going to be kneeling, but there's also going to be football, which people are excited about. So they will watch, even if, at least in week one, everybody kneels. Let's they hear also, from There's the no more live anthem either. There's no anthem? Yeah, that's what I, didn't I read that? There's no more live anthem? I did not hear that. Is that because true? They're not having police honor guards either or anything like that. I think they're just going to play something. Oh, they're playing the black national anthem too. Remember, I think they're playing the regular one. And no one even know. No one even knows what it is. But there's a black national national. I didn't know there's a black country. There's like there's a black country. Anthem is a country. A country. It's a good point. But can we hear from Donald Trump with Eric Bowling on the NFL? They're also young, strong people. If they would get hit, they're going to be fine. They're going to be great but they won't even get hit. But if they did, they'll be just fine. Play football. What about the NFL? Well, you have to understand, I, I mixed in one sense. I want them to play. I'm with them all the way. We've helped them. We've gone all out for them. But if I see them not standing and saluting and standing and re- you know really respecting our American flag, if I see them not standing for our national anthem, I won't be watching. And you know what? A lot of other people agree with me. Where? Did you ever think you'd be sitting in a chair as president of the United States saying, 
You better stand for the national anthem. You better respect your flag. No, and I thought we won this battle. I had this battle two years ago with the NFL, and their ratings went down 25%. Their crowds stopped coming. I mean, they, they had empty seats all over the place. I thought this was over. And then Roger Goodell from his basement, like Biden, in a blue uh, T-shirt as opposed to a suit. He looks much more handsome in a suit. Uh, but Roger Goodell got out and made the statement in August or July out of nowhere talking about this whole thing that he's doing. He's going to kill football. People aren't going to watch. You know what? If I see people kneeling during our national anthem, if I see people not respecting our country, which is represented by our flag, I will not watch a game. I have that. I don't have that kind of interest that I'm going to watch a game. A lot of other people will agree with me. And I had this out with him once before, and we won. And they went we back, won. and you had to stand. And, you know, in their contracts, they have to stand with their hand on their heart. I don't know if you know that. They have contracts where you stand. With, they never wanted to invoke the contract. But they have language in there where you have to stand. They never wanted to invoke it. If they don't stand for our national anthem and respect our flag in our country, there's plenty of places they can protest. They can go anywhere they want. They can go after the game. They can go before the game. But they can't protest during our national anthem. They make millions and millions of dollars. They've got a great life. Think of it. They make millions of dollars to play a sport. They made no oh, listeners. Yeah, you can turn it off. He, he's uh, he's <laughs> right. He's right about all that, except he's wrong about people won't watch. They're not. They're gonna. They're gonna be disgusted whenever you like, like this, this <clears throat> makes you want to do it more right the like, like picture them ever giving like this the fact that trump doesn't want them to do it will obviously make them want to do it more does he know that yes well no he doesn't i think he's misreading the room on this one uh not that it matters they're you know the 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 kneelers they all hate him even you know tom brady doesn't like him anymore and you know, most uh, everyone except Jack Del Rio is the only guy in the NFL, an assistant coach who tells people he loves Trump and they can kiss his ass if they disagree. Uh, but I think, I mean, maybe ratings slip a little bit, but I don't think uh, right now I don't think people are going to not watch. People are going to not watch when it, um, it might you know, slip. But it won't be because of that. It'll be because the stadiums aren't filled. It's just it's not the same product when the stadiums aren't filled. It's not. But they're promising to have fans, not full houses, but have 10, 12, 14,000 fans, which will be interesting. That will obviously, you know, the, the, the panic porn purveyors will say that the NFL is killing people by having fans. Um, I think that people will watch. The product won't be as good. You're right. Because of all whatever restrictions, because of no fans, because of whatever, no, you know, no preseason there will be uh, there will be something missing, but the fans will watch. The ratings will be good, be much better than basketball ratings are in the toilet. Baseball ratings are in the toilet. Trump, I mean, not Trump, uh, Tucker Carlson and Hannity are killing the NBA in the ratings, uh, which is no surprise to me. That upset but, I, but I think football is different, as always. Football is different. Football is bigger. Football is better. Football is something people genuinely miss. Um, they will have, and they won't be nearly as in your face. I mean, let's be honest. The NBA has Black Lives Matter written on the court and they have, uh, you know, silly ass slogans like economic justice or whatever written on their, on their uniform. <laughs> what, what was that? 
What was Gordon Haywood's? Oh, education yeah. reform. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what a wild man. Education reform. School, is that part of education reform, opening the schools? <laughs> That's a good question. But um, the, the, the NFL has changed, though. As you recall, four years ago, the five cops were murdered by a Black Lives Matter supporter in Dallas. The Cowboys wanted to honor them with a sticker. The league said no. Now they're going to have names of people who've died at the hands of police. I assume all African-Americans, Rihanna Taylor will be number one on the list. You'll see Daniel Shaver on there. You will not see Daniel Shaver. You won't see Cannon Hinnant on there, the five-year-old white kid murdered by his black neighbor who was totally ignored until uh, so Matt Walsh started a hashtag. Matt Walsh and, and we, yeah, I'm taking some credit, and we brought it to people's attention. And now yourself short. Yep, people know who he is, which is a good thing. But I think people will roll their eyes at some of the, you know, social justice stuff that NFL players do and say, but then they'll sit their ass down and watch because it's the NFL and Trump overplayed it, overplaying his hand on this one because people are still going to watch even if they kneel and Goodell is going to pander his ass off just like he did in June. He's going to continue to pander to the, uh, you know, to the Eric Reeds and, and, and Ka well, not Kaepernick. I mean, hell maybe Kaepernick will, will show up and, you know, flip the coin or something, you know, just, uh, just cause you know, he's such a big deal and everyone was so wrong about it. No, I'm sure you didn't see this cause who would ever watch soccer, but the MLS teams are being booed Nashville and Dallas. I guess the other day they were all kneeling and people started booing and started chanting USA granted that's a Southern city, but I think you're going to, I mean, there isn't a stadium in this country. I've said this before, no matter how Seattle, Foxborough, doesn't matter. There isn't a single NFL stadium in which if you pulled the majority of fans they wouldn't be majority Trump supporters. It doesn't matter. The NFL is the most has the most conservative fan base. You're gonna upset them. Well, uh, besides NASCAR, NASCAR who were, they who were they, they pretended to be woke for a day. They right. went along with it, and that's then, right. The Bubba the Bubba Wallace thing. Yeah. They all pretended to believe him, you know, and pretend that it was. And they're like, never again. Never. I hate crime. What Bubba Wallace? I saw an article. He's still cashing in. He's got all kinds of endorsements. He doesn't win. He's not like a good driver, but he he's making money and he is uh, uh, he, he's winning. He's winning, you know, in the endorsement uh, deals. Uh, but um, football today begins. Uh, we're looking forward to the uh, to the Brian Hoyer show. Very excited here in New England. Um, college football begins soon. It's less than that. Football begins September 13th in the NFL. How long is that? Two, three so it is, it is uh, four weeks from yesterday. Four weeks from yesterday, we'll all be watching. Uh, but tonight, not today, you know, they practice, NFL practices. And tonight, big, big night for us uh, political junkies. The Democratic Convention, which isn't really a convention, commences. It was supposed to be in um, Milwaukee. I guess it says mostly virtual. So that means some people are actually in Milwaukee, I guess, because it's mostly virtual. That means someone has to be live in Milwaukee. And um, we got the list of speakers. Very excited. John Kasich is going to speak tonight, the Republican. John Kasich, Kasich, who everybody hates. Democrats hate him. Republicans hate him. He's going to make a speech tonight, and he's going to get like 10 times more time allotted to him than all four of the squad members combined. AOC, I believe, is the only squad member scheduled to speak. And if you, do you did you see how much time they're giving AOC? Seconds, right? They're giving her one minute. They know. 
They know what a liability she is. How can AOC even put a thought together in a minute? We've seen her. How can she put a thought together, period? She's not a bright person, but they're limiting her speech. And and by the way, if it's live, what if she goes off the uh, off the board and just says, "Screw it, I'm going to keep talking." She's a rebel. Let's be honest. She's she's a you know she's a rabble rouser and a demagogue. What if she stands up and says, "I'm not leaving. I'm going to make this speech all about you know the Green New Deal." And Jerry, she'll probably get more viewers on Instagram Live just right, doing right. an update than she would speaking at the DNC anyway. That's a good point. That's a good point. We'll get to the uh, other member of the squad, my congresswoman, Ringo, Ayanna Presley, and the insane thing she said over the weekend. But tonight, we, we the big star tonight, besides Kasich, is Bill Clinton, I believe. Isn't that, is that the kind of uh, image you want to project if you're uh, Bill tomorrow, Bill's tomorrow night? Bill's tomorrow night? Bill's I thought I had tonight's schedule in front of me. Tonight we got Bernie's on the agenda. Oh, Bernie. It's a real, it's a Michelle Obama, I believe. Oh, I see. I got a, oh, Michelle, I'm sorry. Michelle Obama's the big yeah. star tonight. Klobuchar. Oh, Clinton, uh, Clinton tomorrow. Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, I was going to say, we got Cuomo tonight, too. You got Gretchen Whitmer is on yep. there. That's unbelievable. Andrew Cuomo, the worst governor in the history of the United States, a guy with blood on his hands of 6,000 or more seniors. He gets to speak. AOC does not. And, uh. And uh, Elon Omar does not. Oh, Amy Klobuchar tonight. Doug Jones, that loser, who's gonna? Yeah, see, he he won't be in the Senate in six months from now, so it doesn't matter. Right. But Bernie's gonna come on and scream about whatever uh, you know the existential threat of you know of, of climate change and you know uh, Medicare for all and all those crazy commie ideas. Will we hear in the next four nights? In the next, and I I think it's like an hour that's going to be on network TV, something like that. Uh, out of the four hours of speeches, um, will we hear anybody condemn Antifa or Black Lives Matter? Oh God, no! Oh, <laughs> you can't. Is that a joke? Is that a joke? All this is all condemn Antifa. That's a big part of their base, Jerry. This is all, all Trump. All he should say, all Trump should say, and the surrogate should say right now is nobody in that party will condemn the violence of Antifa or Black Lives Matter. Nobody will condemn the effort to defund the police and open the borders and all the crazy uh, objectives of, uh, of Black Lives Matter. Nobody. I mean, they won't. It's incredible. Every night, and I've said this, I know you do the same thing. They're on to 80 nights, I believe, close to 80 nights in Portland of terrorizing that city, of burning. Uh, there's a, this video today. George. Last night, they beat up a, f- a couple of people. They knocked the guy unconscious in Portland, and then they kicked him while he was down, literally kicked him. This video, Andy No has tweeted it out. It's made the rounds. There's nobody in, you will see in the next four nights who will condemn that. I mean, I've, I've said this all along. Everyone condemned George Floyd's death, right? Everyone condemned Derek Chauvin and the cops. Everybody, 100% of, the, of America, all 330 million people condemned that. There's only one side of the aisle that condemns the ensuing violence, the looting, the rioting, the burning. Democrats won't do it. Well, here's the thing. So their official stance on this, Jerry, is that Antifa does not exist. It's got no central organization, uh, stuff like that. So and I, I agree with that. Let's just call it what it is. It's not Antifa. It's Black Lives Matter. 
This is all the Antifa is part of Black Lives Matter. Right. That's an actual organization that is brought in millions and millions of dollars uh, and is supported by all of these politicians. So that's what he should sh like stress that like this is what Black Lives Matter is inspiring. They're organizing this. And, and, and Black Lives Matter is led in many ways by, you know, white liberals. You know, I, I pointed this out in Seattle. Consider the insanity of what just happened in Seattle. The police chief quit. She quit her job. She was making $280,000 and she, they wanted to cut her pay by $100,000. And they wanted her to lay off 100 officers that she just hired. And she said no, and she quit. So what we're talking, consider what we're talking about. A bunch of white liberals demanded the black chief fire black officers because black lives matter. Think of the madness that we've, this is the kind of thing you're right. Trump should be pointing out his surrogate should be pointing this out. They don't want to contend Antifa or Black Lives Matter because that's their, you know, that's their the militant wing of their party. Those are the brown shirts. That's uh, right. Those shirts. <laughs> uh, but we'll see. Maybe someone will mildly, maybe like Bill Clinton or some old guy will mildly say we have to stop the violence. But but maybe not. It's it's going to be interesting. I mean, obviously, you and I will watch. You and I will pay close attention. But. There will be there will be such a sanitizing of the of the news this week. I mean, Biden is not going to leave his basement. Biden is not going to leave Delaware. But Trump is going all over the place. You wanted rallies. They won't be big rallies, but he's being airplane hangers. He'll be he's going to like four states in the next two days all over. the. He's doing the swing, you know, Michigan, Wisconsin, swing, Ohio. And then he's going to Arizona. So Trump is trying to show that he's. He's got the stamina. He's got the energy. He's not fearful. He's not afraid. Well, Biden is. It will be a clear distinction, but you won't really get much. Jerry, he has to go to these things, too, because, like, let's not forget, if we lose the Senate, it doesn't really matter if you get the presidency that much because, like, our, suppose RBG croaks, like, which she won't make it through a second term of Trump. She won't oh, make no. it. And so that would obviously be the fight of a lifetime if Trump was going to be wild. And so if, if the Democrats have the Senate, then it's useless. I mean, it's, it's use. They want, you saw what they did to Kavanaugh. That was with a minority, like picture what they would do with a majority. So like, like he's going to Arizona. Cause that's, that's a red seat. That is, we're probably going to lose. We're going to lose in Colorado. There's a good chance. We're going to lose a seat in North Carolina. Again, this is all going to come down to Susan Collins and she's down in the polls right now. He needs to go to Maine and campaign for Susan. And let's not forget that iconic speech that she gave with Kavanaugh. Uh, he will. He will. I mean, he has to. You're right. He has to. It is frightening. And the, to think of what they did to Kavanaugh, it's the most despicable thing I've seen in my lifetime of following politics, of following these things. It was bad what they did to Clarence Thomas with the this, with these repulsive Ted Kennedy and Joe Biden did to Clarence Thomas and to uh, Robert Bork. I mean, that was bad. This was much, much worse. Everyone on that uh, committee, every Democrat, including uh, Kamala Harris, knew Kavanaugh was innocent. They knew it. And they went with this narrative, this made-up narrative, to, to try to not just uh, kill his nomination, but to destroy his life. Well, that's what I they, couldn't, they couldn't get him on sexual assault. Cause there was nothing there. So they, they moved the goalpost to he's a raging alcoholic uh, with a bad drinking problem and he can't admit it. And we're going to use his high school yearbook to prove it. I mean, that's what Sheldon, right. what the yearbook, right? 
from yeah. Rhode Island, whose son, by the way, got a DUI when he was 19. So I guess he's a rapist too by Sheldon's <laughs> lot. Uh, it's like that, that's all they could do. And it's like, they'll, they'll do it. And that's with the minority, Jerry, with the majority, it's like the, it's it's a, it be, dominates. they're not getting be, it. Well, first of all, he's going to get impeached, you know, the, the, and, and convicted. <laughs> well, they don't have two thirds, <laughs> but, but think of it, think of, um, what they did uh, with the money. Think of what they did in the last three and a half years. They just made stuff up. I mean, Kavanaugh was totally made up. The Russian collusion, totally made up. The Ukraine impeachment, totally fabricated. I mean, they just made stuff up. That's going to continue into, uh, into his, if he wins, into his second term. We're just going to have one crazy, you know, cons- I mean, hell, just look over the weekend. The post office is now colluding the postmaster general is colluding with the president according to the nuts on msnbc and 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 taylor swift and rex chapman and all these other left-wing lunatics who can't think straight when they when they think of trump so they they go to the postmaster general's house because they think he's like throwing post you know mailboxes away or locking them up because to stop mail-in voting. It's totally bizarre. It's totally made up, but that's the links, the depths they'll go to, to win this fight. It's going to get insane in the yeah. next term. Whoever like, wins, it's going to get insane. They got a majority in the house. It was instantaneous impeachment. Like that, they've made it clear that they, this is what they will do when they get in. So you can forget about that. So like, basically what I'm saying here is that the Senate is extremely important to win. Extremely. So like right now they got, they got 53. They're going to get the Doug Jones seat. That's 54. So they can, if they win the presidency, then they can afford to lose four seats at most. And there's at least four or five seats up for grabs that are legitimate. Like we're, we we're losing them right now. So Trump needs to go to those States like North Carolina and Arizona and maybe even Colorado. I don't know if that one's gone for good. But like, there's a one in Montana, like Montana has one Democrat and one Republican Senator. Well, they might have two. Imagine Montana got two Democrats that like the polls are dead even there. That's unbelievable. It is Montana. You can't lose Montana, (laughs) Uh, but um, uh, he's, he's out hitting the trail. Here's, here's consider this possibility that a vaccine is on the horizon. What how far will the Democrats and the media go to stop a vaccine, at least until November? If Just say in October, it, it, we, we hear about one. The tests are done. It's working. It's about to go public. Hit the, you know, and, and, I mean, you know, you've seen how dirty these people fight. What will they do to keep it? From hitting the market until the election. say it's it's a Russian vaccine. Right, right, they right. Don't do it. It's like which doctor came up with it? They'll ban you from talking about it on Twitter. That's true. Facebook, they'll take it down. Twitter, they'll take it down. They'll say no, you can't mention it. It'll be insane. That's my prediction for the next crazy, you know, left wing conspiracy. The you got to give it to him, Jerry. And I, I respect one thing about the Democrats is they play to win, man. They play yep. to win. You got to respect that. Republicans don't. They don't have any Mitt Romneys. Who's their Mitt Romney? They don't. I mean, the closest thing, I guess Joe Manchin would be the closest thing. But no, they don't have they don't have it. Rip Mitt Romney, who, you know, the guy marching with his Black Lives Matter. uh uh, friends, can you imagine anybody in Black Lives Matter, you know, liking Mitt? You know, they they just know he's a fool and a useful idiot, and they used him, and he got out in there in his white 
button-down shirt and his little mom, mom <laughs> jeans. jeans. Oh God, in marched in marched. I mean, they all hate him, but he's so quick to pander that he went out and marched with the with the with the enemy. But does uh, we'll get to the craziest congresswoman, my congresswoman, the crazy, the one who's tied, trying to out crazier for the fellow squad mates. And she did a pretty good job over the weekend, but we'll talk about Ringo, Ayanna Presley, after I talk about Shea Concrete. Let me tell you, homeowners and home builders, you know my brother-in-law, Greg, at the, and the folks at Shea have a huge selection of precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for your home, available in concrete or customized with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home. They do all the work. You sit inside on a nice summer day, look out the window, and watch these guys do their thing. They can uh, remove your old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. And within hours, your your home will be worth more. It'll look better. And you don't do much. You just you just pick out the the steps you want and let them do all the work. And just like that, your home is worth more. Learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And you can also look for a job there. If you're in the market, if you're looking for a new job, Shea is always hiring. They're always looking for CDL drivers. They're looking for personnel at all four of their plants. You can check out the openings at SheaConcrete.com, or you can just email your resume to jobs at SheaConcrete.com. All right, the, there's, if there's one thing... And we asked earlier, would any Democrat in the next four nights, and I don't know how the number, total number of speakers is what, got to be 50, 60, 70? I mean, people like AOC get one minute. I guess that counts as a speech. What's she going to say in one minute? Green New Deal. Green New Deal. She can't put a thought together. You've seen her rambling, babbling incoherently. She's that's going to be I hope tough. She plugs Ed Markey. That's what I'm really hoping for. I, like something juicy like that. I'm, I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that election turns out. We actually yeah. have two very interesting Senate elections here, Jerry. We do. Republican. Well, I mean, Dr. Dr. Shiva, you know, there's the no Indian. difference. There's no difference. But in it's that. entertaining. Oh, you trust me. No I, first of all, can I endorse Shiva? You vote for over Shiva because sure. he's the most entertaining person on the face of the earth. If he gets the nomination against, it doesn't matter who he's running against. It is going to be wild. Good. But uh, Marquis or, uh, Kennedy, I'm I'm rooting for Kennedy, which I can't believe I'm saying I would never vote for him, but I just I can't stand Markey, and and he's um, big green New Deal guy. But whoever gets in, they will vote. I mean, there's no difference. They'll vote the exact same way for the next six years. There's no difference. Uh, just like there's no difference in any of the squad members. You know, they're all lunatics. They all hate, you know, Trump. They all hate the private sector. They all want to destroy. They all support the looting, the rioting. But you're not supposed to come out and say it. Ayanna Presley, she is, you know, we call her Ringo. Uh, someone else called her, I know on Twitter, someone calls her Shemp, <laughs> the, the fourth member of the squad and the least, I would say, the least renowned, the yeah, least they knew, notorious. The one they needed to fill in a foursome. Right, right. Um, she uh, is a complete radical, just like AOC, just like Elon Omar. But in the, at, at, at this point, I would say any swing voter, anyone in middle America, anybody who at any of these swing states, these battleground states, 
who is considering like Trump or, or trying to decide between Trump and Biden, those per that person is not supporting Antifa, is not supporting looting and rioting. I mean, you got to be a real crazy left wing, you know, almost anarchist in some cases, a flat out anarchist, but you got to be really radical to support what's going on in Portland and Seattle and you know in New York and Chicago at this point. I don't it, know, Jerry. I just like done me. seeing small businesses destroyed. New I York. Mean, you're, yeah, I read you a are. story. I read a story over the weekend said New York as we knew it is gone and it will not recover in our lifetimes. There are so many, and Cuomo knows it, by the way. De Blasio doesn't, but Cuomo knows that there are so many people fleeing for two reasons, you know, the fear the, of, of the violence, and they realize that they could work from somewhere else. They don't have to be in New York City, and property values are plummeting. I think you're wrong. I think you're completely wrong, Jerry, about how uh, these – it's the media. The media is framing the Portland protests. Not so like when people support the Portland anarchy, it's because CNN is telling them that these are peaceful protests and Trump's thugs are shooting tear gas at them for no reason. So that's what Trump's, Trump's thugs aren't even there anymore. That I know. But that's my point there is like they, the media has convinced your average idiot, you know, uh, suburban housewife that the Portland protesters are there for black lives matter. Well, that is some, I think just enough people have reached their breaking point, their boiling point, where they say, I'm done with this. I can't look at this anymore. I've, I've mentioned this before. They're estimating 4,000 restaurants in Massachusetts will never recover. That's one quarter of all restaurants. It's going to get more. It's going to be more, I think. 41% of small businesses in Maine have already gone bankrupt because of the overreaction of the governor up in Maine and same in Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, all states run by Democrats, including Massachusetts are, are, are on the brink of bankruptcy. It's, it's madness. At some point you have to say, this has gone too far. And then you have my Congresswoman, Ayanna Presley go on. I think with Joy Reid, but she was on MSNBC over the weekend. And you know what she was calling for? Civil unrest. She wants more violence, and she wants the her supporters to target GOP uh, officials, target Trump supporters. She wants that. And what did they do that day? I believe that day they went to the Postmaster General's house. But let's listen to Ringo talk about uh, what she would like her supporters to do. I'm looking to the public. You know, this is as much about public outcry and organizing and mobilizing and applying pressure so that this GOP-led Senate and that these governors that continue to carry water for this administration, putting the American people in, in harm's way, um, turning a deaf ear to the needs of our families and our communities, hold them accountable. Well, make the phone call, send the email, show up. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. And unfortunately, there's plenty to go around. That's not Joy Reid. No, but that's her show, I think. Okay. Her former show. Now she got promoted to uh, to weeknights. But uh, obviously, it's, you know, it's MSNBC. It's just, you know, she's in the echo chamber of radicals. But it kind of went viral. And people are watching that going, wait a second. A congresswoman is calling for more unrest in the streets and she wants them to target GOP officials. And the, the little subhead said Trump versus the postal service. Like they they're selling this. I, I know it's what they do, but they're selling this insane conspiracy theory and they're selling it to mostly stupid people who are going, Oh yeah. Trump's taking away mailboxes out of New York city. Like he's, 
got any chance to win the vote in New York City, in New York anyway, or California or New Jersey, which is where they're you know uh, where they're talking about. Why do they think this? Can you explain this to me? Wouldn't locking the mailboxes, like so, you can't put mail in? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, you can't mail your ballot, right? Okay. I mean, think. I mean, couldn't any idiot just go? Like, if I wanted to, if I knew it was like around election day, a lot of people, can I just go in there and throw paint inside the mailbox or something, like a, a paint bomb or something? Like, there's so much that could go wrong. <laughs> it's just, it's stupid. Everybody knows there's only one reason for mail-in voting. It's to steal the election. It's a good idea because you could take advantage of COVID, which is what they've been doing all along. And, you know, Trump is fighting it for, for obvious reasons. He's, he has to. I mean, it's an obligation to try and stop the fraud that's it's in, uh, inevitable. But you have a congresswoman saying, you know, let's target these people. And you're watching it and you're saying, wait a second, the restaurant down the street closed up. The gym went out of business. Isn't there going to be a point where everybody who's in the middle, everybody in, you know, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio says, screw these people. I mean, I've had enough, enough civil unrest. It's time to do just the opposite to say, stop breaking well, windows and stop. The latest, the latest CNN poll gave me, I've been a real downer on Trump. I've said that I think yep. I went on here many times um, that I don't feel as strongly as I did last week about that. After the latest CNN poll, it gave me hope in which Trump was only down four points nationally, but more importantly in the 15 States that will ultimately decide this election it's dead even. It's like 49 to 48. Uh, and that gives me hope. And those are the people that, once again, are willing to say out loud to another human being that they voted for Trump. I still feel like there is that factor of people who are like afraid to tell somebody else that they're voting for Donald Trump, but they are. I know a ton right. of people like that. I can't imagine anybody. I mean, you know some Trump supporters, right? You have friends who support Trump. Can you imagine any of those people? Just picture one, you know, one in your mind. You know, I'm, I'm, my my best friend you know, Bob, he um, he loves Trump. He's a businessman. Obviously, people who have businesses, people who work for a living, do not want <laughs> Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Um, do can you uh, just imagine them answering the phone and being honest with a pollster? <laughs> I can't yeah. imagine that. I would yeah. never do that. I mean, a I wouldn't answer the phone for some strange number, but b if somehow I did get cornered, I don't know. At the mall, and someone says I'm taking a poll. I would lie to them, wouldn't you? No, you would lie. Jerry Callahan would lie. You do a show in which you say you're openly voting for Donald Trump. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just think the poll. I mean, I feel like they're part of the, you know, part of the rigged game. These polls, you know, then I, I would, I would. Polls sure matter. I like as much as Trump people want to poo-poo polls, they do matter. Like in the last election, like Hillary was favored to win by three. She won the popular vote by two. They were just off in a three or four state that's that really mattered the most, like right. those Midwest states. So, uh, but for the most part, polls do matter. Like, let's not underestimate them. So, this latest Trump poll that's a good thing. That's a good thing, absolutely. And I think at some point, I could be wrong, I, at some point, people are going to say, Well, Joe Biden's really not coming out of his basement, he's really not going anywhere. Trump's going everywhere, and Biden is so he hasn't. Do you realize that he hasn't taken a question? Since uh, um, naming Kamala Harris, since picking Kamala Harris, and the, media, the media, I mean, the, they they fired stupid. Like a reporter asked Trump, what "Was it on Friday? Like, yeah. do you regret telling so many lies? Like that was an actual question." Trump, asked. Trump ignored him, which ignored was him. so perfect. I I was waiting for. I watched it. I said, uh, "Where was he? Was Huff Post?" And you know, Huffington. I mean, he's calling on a Huffington Post reporter, which means 
he's not only taking questions, but he's literally asking the enemy to, to bring it on. You know, let's hear it. And the guy said, do you regret you know, lying to the public? And he looked at the guy and he just went to the next question. Didn't say a word. That was unusual discipline from Donald Trump. I think because I think he realizes that these people are gaining something from this. Like Jim Acosta has become a household name because of this combativeness with Trump. So right. why are you giving, like, why are you letting them build their personal brand off of you? Well, he's doing it for one reason to draw the contrast, to show the contrast. Don, Joe Biden did that event the other day with Kamala and they, I'm sure you saw the video where they chased all the report. They literally pushed, you know, let's go, let's go people out of the room. It was in obviously in Delaware because Biden can't go anywhere because he's afraid, but she was with him and they were pretending they had to sign documents. So they kind of ignored the questions, but the me media is being shoved out of the room. Now I know they're all in the tank. They're all there to support their guy, Joe Biden. But at some point, as you point out the Trump, these people became stars, celebrities, because they ask questions. At some point, they're going to say, I got a question for you, Joe. I got a question for you, Kamala. Kamala. And they're going to ignore them. At some point, even their supporters in the media have to say, this is wrong. You got to answer some questions. You got to answer a question. I mean, let's let's be honest. You have to. Some why why would you want to answer a question, though? Why? Because I'm talking. If you're, you mean if you're a media member or, or a voter? Yeah, like they're in. Like their goal is to win too. Why would you want to do anything? Well, they're going to be softballs. They're going to say, you know, Joe, what what has enchanted you the most about this yeah. process? And it, who's your favorite grandkid? Tell us about. I, by the way, I was reading, and I'm sure you were over the weekend, all about Kamala. It is a terrible choice. A terrible choice. He gained nothing. You saw the polls. There was no Kamala bounce. There's no. Uh, groundswell of support for her. There's no faction of the electorate that loves her. There's nobody. Think of that. And I've said it before. I mean, in November, just before she bowed out, they took a poll of black voters and she finished behind Liz Warren. Black just, voters don't yeah. relate to her. Oh, they don't has, like No, 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 no. And, and you know, California doesn't matter. So if she can, you know, if she gives you California, so what? There's no like segment of the of the of uh, the electorate that's on board with Biden because of this choice. He gained nothing from this choice. Nothing. Hillary 2.0. That's what she is. She's, she's a mean, she's, and she's a mean girl who gives you that roll of the eyes and, and girls don't like it and guys don't like it. She's not likable. She doesn't have any real uh like people that that like her it's you know it's identity politics and they say oh it's one i mean i guess you could say the new york times and the washington post lover so like, she's got so much during the she went so radical during the uh primary she's the one that came out and said my pronouns are she her and hers they should just right. play that right Over chris, chris cuomo said mine too yeah mine too he got in trouble for that right. um, uh so they should just let this woman just keep playing all of her stuff from earlier on because it it's it, it it speaks for itself. It speaks for itself. And so I, no matter who we picked, this was going to happen. You could have picked Karen Bass or Susan Rice. They had all had so much shit because he was handcuffed and having to pick a black woman. I think the safest pick was Amy Klobuchar. I think right. that was the safest pick. She seems she offended people the least or Maya Pete, even like somebody like that. But he couldn't do it because they were the wrong color. Right. Klobuchar would have been better. She's smarter. Uh, I mean, she's she's from an important state, too. And she appears to be moderate. She's not. There's no such thing as a moderate Democrat, but she appears to be moderate. Nobody can make the case as much as they tried, as much as 
George Stephanopoulos tried. The New York Times tried to paint her as a moderate. Then you just look at her record, and she's among the most radical. She's more radical than Bernie Sanders in some regards. She is a hardcore leftist radical who believes in reparations, who, who believes, you know, Zarniev should vote. She is a lunatic leftist. And that doesn't help Biden. I mean, you're right. He painted himself in the corner. He had no choice. It's all going to, uh, you know, it's it's over. If there ever was going to be a bounce, he didn't get it. That's a good thing for Trump. All right. Today's show brought to you by Flagship Wealth. Go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Dave, I'm here with you again. People love that I was picking on you last ad. So we're doing this again. Let's do it. All right. So a lot of people have requested the guide. We're in the 700s, which is unbelievable. If you haven't got it, get your hands on it. But so many of you had. So now I think it's step two, right? What should people do now that they've read it? What do they do next? Dave, they've got to act. You know, we just had the best July in over 10 years. The market is priced to perfection. Uh, if you heard about the elections coming up, I've heard about this. Congress oh, oh you're, is, trying, you're trying to go back and forth right yes, now. Yes, okay, Congress good, is screwing up where it comes to the stimulus package right now. We tell you within this booklet where the market's going and how we're going to get there. So it's important. You've got it. Act on it. Act on it. That's what you got to do. So go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Get your hands on it if you haven't. If you have, act on it, whether that's call Dave, whether that's do more research for yourself. Whatever you're going to do, take the advice that's in the guide. Does that make sense? Take control of your retirement before the market does it for you, Dave. Ooh, that sounded good. Have you said that before? We're going to use that, I think. Yeah, I think you should keep that one. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. You know what else is a good thing? Going second with the conventions. I think that's a big advantage because there's obviously a convention bounce. I think this convention is not going to go well for them because of the technological aspects of it. The Republicans will get to watch and see what mistakes not to make with the whole, like, how this is done. And there's going to be a big bounce in two weeks from now. I think it's going to be dead even. And and there's going to be three debates. I mean, I think there's going to be three debates and uh, they might, I mean, there's no reason they have to be virtual. I mean, you can have no crowd, no audience, but you can't have the, it virtual because they can stand 50 feet apart. They don't have to be right next to each other. And you have to assume that a lot of it's going to be pre-recorded, right? Like there's absolutely no reason for AOC to show up at some specific time to do 60 no. seconds worth of. I heard it is. That's true, right? Yeah. It just makes no sense. So That's true. Plus they don't trust her to stay on script. So yeah, it'll all be pre-recorded, but you're right. Going second helps and having a guy like Trump who I don't know why. I like the Gettysburg idea. Why did he change that? He was going to do it at Gettysburg, and they changed that to doing it in the Oval Office, which is another power move, I guess, saying, look at me. I'm in the Oval Office already. Um, I don't understand the people who voted for Trump last time and won't do it again. I mean, there's not many. But- I don't know a single person that's like that. I think that's a fantasy that's out there that there's all these Trump people that are like disillusioned with them. I think the exact opposite, Jerry. Like I said, I, right. I have multiple members of my family. I come from a big family. I'm the only person in my family, a conservative family that voted for, for Donald Trump. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. Like they, they, they were too, the grabbing by the pussy got to them. They, they were like, I can't do this. Four years later, they've all changed their minds. And a couple of them live in Pennsylvania. Uh, and I think, I mean, it's, these are anecdotes. But I've, I've talked to a lot of people who feel the same way. Yeah, well, let's hope so, because it's frightening to think that the people we're going to see speak for the next four nights, including AOC and you know Bernie Sanders, are going to have all the power. 
if 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 Trump loses, that is scary. They'll kill me. themselves for us. Like we can sit back and enjoy this. Like they're gonna screw this up. It's gonna be. That's why they're bringing out John Kasich and people like that. Kasich, balance way, off. Go ahead. Do you think he has a theme? John Kasich in the first thirty seconds of any speech mentions that his father was a mailman. Oh yeah. Do you sure. think? Do you think he might have a theme tonight? Like my father was a mailman, and Trump is using the post office to steal the election. I'll tell you what he won't be talking about, Jerry, his stance on abortion or That's his true. stance on, you know, every other conservative issue that he championed for as a Republican governor of a swing state. It's a good point. I, it doesn't do anything for uh, Biden. Like I said, Democrats hate him. Republicans hate him. Everyone hates John Kasich. It's a, it's a, a, a dumb idea, but I guess the goal is to somehow advance this, this notion that he's, that it's a moderate Ticket. Right. They're trying to create the illusion that there is yes. this movement within the Republican Party to leave like, you know, respectable Republicans. But it's like 10 people. It's like Bill Crystal, Rick Wilson and the grifter right. over the Lincoln Project. And, and that's about it. Right. Right. And it is amazing. Trump's approval rating among Republicans. I never thought it's like 96. You never thought that would happen because, you know, guys like me, you, we didn't love them. We were like rolling our eyes and during the debates and I was a cruise guy and I didn't think it would actually happen, but you know, like everyone else, he he kept you know most of his promises. Not I'm not like Ann Coulter. I'm not going to say that the wall isn't done yet. So I so I'm going to turn on him. We have a choice. One guy is is frightening. Joe Biden, you know, frightening for this country. The other guy, we kind of know what he's what he is. He's a loose cannon. He he tweets wacky stuff. He says wacky stuff, but he is. You know, the only hope for the private sector, the only hope for the economy. They got so lucky with COVID. They, they got so lucky with it. If, if there was no COVID, there'd be nothing. To ha it's the number one election issue. And, and people are blaming all these deaths on Trump. And that's that's going to be the theme of this all that, you know, you can't. It's perfect for Biden. You don't want to let him out unless he says right. better. Trump is better when he's out. This could not worked out for them better. Right, right. And if he overcomes this, well, you, we talked about it earlier. God knows what they're going to come up with next. But you're right. If there were no COVID, this would be over. Uh, Biden would be wandering in the neighborhood, you know, with his underwear on the outside of his pants in Delaware somewhere. And the Democrats would be getting trounced. But, you know, they got lucky. There was a, a deadly virus. You know, it's a winning issue and it's turning into one more and more by the day is reopening schools. The more ridiculous teachers get out there and stuff like that. Like, did you see my latest blog on this? Yes. You got to read the latest uh, blog on TB Daily News about one, another hypocrite teacher who just wants to vacation to go on forever. Like the, like a teach, like this is a union head. She's from the Worcester tech school where Obama, by the way, was the graduation speaker in 2014. This is like a, a leading school in the state. It's innovative. It's a tech school. So a lot of kids there do trades, plum plumbers and stuff like that. They all do. They have to, it's a tech school. And she literally, she's one of the leaders in the union and she's not only against like what insists on remote learning, they're insisting that they not even have to go into the school and broadcast from there alone in a classroom with no because of the HVAC system, the HVAC. So what do I go? Of course, we go on her Facebook page. We see all these pictures of her and like other teachers and a member of the school committee who just voted to do remote learning on her behalf. Uh, all out drinking, partying. One woman's wearing a shirt that says social distancing on it. She got people on her lap. I mean, it's like it, they look ridiculous. The public, when they see that, the average, 
even a lot of liberal voters are like, this is freaking ridiculous. And Trump it, wants to reopen the schools. It's a winning issue. It, and I know, you know, that it is because the Democrats changed their tune. They had, you know, their internal polling. And then you saw Chucky Schumer on the floor of the Senate saying we have to reopen schools. Cuomo disagreeing again with de Blasio saying we have to reopen schools because they know they that that's what people are demanding. Democrats, Republicans, it doesn't matter. People know there's no reason. Again, I've been saying it for four months. The schools never should have closed. There's absolutely no reason schools should not reopen. Kids aren't going to die. Trump is right. They're not going to get hit, as he says, which is a weird thing to say about football players. They're not going to get hit. And even if they get hit, they'll be fine. It's not an issue. Everyone knows that the teachers unions are just so corrupt. We've gone over this before, but I tweeted about it over the weekend. The L.A. teachers union will not return to work until they defund the police and give money to illegal aliens. So, you know, obviously the kids are their top priority, the kids. But anyone who has kids knows their kids belong in school. Do you know anyone that died of COVID, Jerry? Anyone who's died or do not? No, I I know two people who've had it. And one guy was in the hospital uh, awaiting a surgery on his brain yeah. when he got when he got it because everyone in the hospital, everyone in his, you know, his he had a room with a bunch of other head head injury patients, and they all got it. Yeah, and- he, he barely knew it, and he was fine two weeks later. And then now another guy who got it, and he's fine two weeks, you know, a couple weeks later, it was fine. And we're not saying that it's like a hoax or anything that what we're saying is that you don't, you don't know any, like chances are of you knowing somebody that died from COVID are slim, unless you regularly hang out in nursing homes. Like that's right. that, that everybody in nursing homes that knows each other's know, knows somebody who died. Lots of people died. Uh, but that's how this is going to go down in the history books as a nursing home epidemic. And we shut down yes. and we knew it. people. We knew it early on. Well, you know, after March 25th is when uh, Cuomo killed 6,000 seniors with his uh, order to put them in there. And, you know, we knew it early on that uh, this is how you do it. You isolate the the elderly, you protect them. They did it in Florida. They did it in, uh, you know, Georgia. And you let everyone else go about their lives. The latest today, I'm just looking at our friend John Featherston did the numbers today. We had a, or tweeted them out. In Massachusetts, a 1.4% positive rate. There are 65 people in the state in intensive care with COVID. 65, I'm sure they are almost all elderly. And, you know, we we feel awful for them. But the state has almost 7 million people. 65 people are in intensive care with COVID now. The numbers are plummeting dramatically. Those elderly people, Jerry, do not want to see children deprived of an education so that they can live five more years. I bet you, I don't think they would do that. I was having this discussion with someone yesterday. I said, if my father and mother were still alive, they would be, they would say, we will take care of ourselves. We'll isolate, you know, we'll figure it out. We will, you know, not go to the, whatever the mall or not go to the, and you go about your life. You you know don't destroy the economy. Don't destroy this country for us. We will we will do, manage. We'll manage just fine. If you're if you don't look at it that way, then you're being pretty selfish. If you say keep the whole country shut down until the economy is completely destroyed and every business has gone under, because yeah. you know I don't want to get the virus. I mean, you can do both. We know you can protect the elderly and let everyone else go back to their lives. Yeah, That's I mean it's clear. Okay. Like it's 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 kind of like Black Lives Matter in that like Black Lives Matter a lot of it is white people speaking on behalf like white suburban women forty year old women speaking right. on behalf of black people with COVID 
it's the same white suburban women speaking on behalf of the elderly who never asked for the country to get shut down and protect them to begin with. Great point. I've been saying that all along. And uh, I think the advantage Trump has at this point is people are figuring it out. At first, they didn't know. They were uh, unsure. They were nervous. They've Even the idiots out there, even the liberals out there know it now, And which means they're only doing it for one reason now. They're only doing it for it's all about November 3rd. November, that's, you know, I mean, if you think schools are going to stay closed forever, no, because teachers unions will be all gung-ho about getting back to work November 4th. That's their goal. Get to election day. Stop Donald J. Trump. Um, maybe, maybe turtle boy. I mean, you can read about that, that hypocrite, those hypocrite teachers on TV daily news. Maybe tomorrow we'll get a cause of death for Robert Trump. Robert, how come no one called him Bob? Everyone said Uncle Robert or my friend Robert. I didn't Robert. know he existed. I know he's um, he's got two more living siblings. This is his second brother who's died. The sister was controversial because the sister was the like judge. on the Supreme Court shortlist, right? Which would have been wild. Work. Yeah, but this I love the Washington Post. If you missed it over the weekend, was much kinder to Soleimani, a, the leading terrorist in the world, when he when he died, when we killed him than they were to Robert Trump in their uh, obit or in the headline of their obit, it, which wasn't to be expected. To, in their mind, someone named Trump is much worse than Soleimani or uh, any terrorist. Uh, but um, maybe we'll find out, and the Democrats, God knows, are praying. They're not praying. They're hoping it's COVID. So then uh, they can throw that in Donald J. Trump's face. But, all right, you can read uh, – all of Turtle Boys blogs at TB Daily News. And you got an announcement. You want to make it here? Now? Oh, yes. The first annual uh, Turtle Boy Golf Tournament will be going off on Columbus Day. It's called Columbus Day. Columbus Day. Columbus Day, named after Christopher Columbus, the man who uh, began Western civilization in the free world, in the Western world. Uh, they're, they're On Columbus Day, October 12th, uh, in Paxton at the Kettlebrook Golf Club, we will be having our first annual uh, Turtle Boy Golf Tournament. You can sign up for it at Turtle Boy Sports, or you can, uh, I've, I've linked it on the website, uh, how you can sign up for it. Uh, for more information, you can email turtleboysportsgolf at gmail.com. We tee off at 10 o'clock. We, uh, we get a free foursome, right? Like the show gets its own foursome. I, I would hope Jerry Callahan would be there because that's a Monday. That's my day. Why not do it? Golf tournament. Oh, we could do it. We could do the show from the tournament and then, then golf. That makes sense. I, 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 do that. I, belong, I belong to a, a golf club. Um, and there's a member, a couple members are trying to change the name of the Columbus Day tournament. <laughs> they want, I don't even know what it, they want, like Indigenous People's Day tournament or something. We could and do it afterwards. We, we just laughed. I, I laughed out loud at this. I saw the email and I just laughed out loud and said, you got to be kidding me. A golf, they want a golf tournament to be called Indigenous People's Day tournament. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Uh, but all right, you can get all that information if you want to play in the first annual tur- you need a better name turtle boy classic or something you're gonna give Ooh, it a name actually yeah i'll come up with a better name it's a good idea i need yeah, better branding. give it something something yeah, good like um or maybe you know what you call it? it's really offensive to some people but it's uh it's a good name for a golf tournament call it the masters what the master turtles <laughs> masters mass turtles master, master or something like that we'll think of something right. we'll get the, we'll get the great my our marketing department on that yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. All right, thanks, Turtle Boy, and thanks to uh, Shea Concrete and Allied Paving and DCU, and thanks to um, who else, Cullinane? Well, and Hydrant today. Thank you, Hydrant. Oh, Hydrant. I've been, taking, I've been drinking yeah. my Hydrant. Damn right. Uh, 
all weekend. It's I need it, man. I need it. It's it's great stuff. Thanks to Hydrant and thanks to you, Cullinane, and thanks to everybody for listening and for rating and reviewing. Cullinane put out the call to get us. I haven't checked. Did we get to thirty five hundred? Well, it takes it takes twenty four hours to update. So I'm assuming oh. I did see some new reviews. So people listened. So oh, yeah, you know, like I said, you're gonna be you just gotta be an asshole to the listeners and they do what you say. So don't be a dick. Go leave us a review. Goodbye. We were close to 3,500 reviews over the weekend, and Cullinane asked to he, uh, asked people to submit them so we could get over that big 3,500 mark, which is pretty good for uh, seven months. I got to yeah. say, the ratings and the reviews have surprised me how good they've been, but and we appreciate anybody who did that. Thanks for listening. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.